Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another One Mic Session on the Just Get Started podcast. I'm your host, Brian Andrego. Thanks again for being along in this journey, and excited to have you here for the kickoff to the new year One Mic Session, where I'm going to talk a little bit about my social media detox that I just uh, completed for the month of January. Um, let me do a quick table setting for folks that maybe haven't listened to the podcast all or not sure about what the hell I'm doing with the this dozen months of discovery. So I tried to do this about two years ago, failed absolutely miserably. So I'm like, I'm coming back strong. I'm doing this again, but I'm going to do it a little different way. So what I'm doing this year is every month for the entire year of 2020, I'm picking a different experience, a challenge, maybe a skill to learn, um, that I can overcome. And I could not only learn how to be a beginner learner again, I can also understand the nuances that go with having frustration, you know, from not being able to accomplish something or having to stick through things when they get a little mundane. So as I started to set up the months, um, I wanted to do a lot of things that were going to be around my life from fitness and health that are important or maybe learning something skills that could be beneficial. For instance, like I'm learning Spanish um, in March. Uh, I'm, I'm learning Adobe Illustrator. Um, so again, things that could be important for my livelihood or things that I want to do um, later on down the road. So we'll get into some other stuff um, down the line in terms of some of the different things I'm doing. And you could take a look at my website if you want to check out. I, I did an article um, to kick off the dozen months of discovery. My tentative plan, although I may switch some things as the year goes on and maybe something becomes more beneficial than others. Uh, but the good news is I'm sticking through. January is completed. I did an entire detox um, of all social media platforms for the entire month of January. And that's what I want to chat about a little bit today. In case anyone is thinking about doing that or has done it, uh, maybe wanted to figure out, you know, do I want to try it for a little bit or not? So just some things I wanted to give my feedback on and, uh, and give my perspective from what I learned. So what I want to do is take a step back from a standpoint of social media in general. Firstly, this is not a knock on social media. I think there's a lot of positive benefits to it. I'll continue to use it going forward. Uh, but I, what I realized was I was using it excessively more than I should be. And when I mean excessively, it's excessive for me. Maybe for you, it's not as much, or maybe for you, it's extremely excessive. Um, but I was realizing that I was spending about, oh, somewhere around five, five and a half hours a week on Instagram. Now, some of that I could, quote unquote, justify you know, by saying that, hey, I'm posting my podcast episodes or I'm interacting with people and commenting or I'm learning by, you know, some different you know, people that I follow, whether it's around CrossFit or, you know, anything uh, from a skill development standpoint. Yeah, you know, I was doing some of that, but I was also spending a lot of time scrolling and it was kind of that, think of the uh, zombie state that we get in every once in a while. We're bored or we're waiting for a meeting to start or whatever it may be. And we start scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And it's an endless scrolling. All of a sudden, you know, seven minutes goes by. I need to get out of that. I need to find different ways um, to use that time and, and be more valuable. Because um, I think back, like I've been using, I've been using social media since really, you know, I remember logging onto Facebook for the first time in 2005. Uh, so even if I went back just that far, that's 14 years. Um, and then with MySpace, What's up with Tom? I wonder what he's doing nowadays. But uh, you have MySpace, you have 
and Facebook took off, and then when Twitter started, and you know, you guys know the progression, right? Um, so I needed to, I needed to change. I needed something different. So I thought this would be really cool to do as my first month, because what I wanted to learn, um, some of that stuff I end up did 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 learn. Yes, did learn. I guess is the best way to say it. Um, in the month of January, and a couple of those things were I wanted to figure out like. Did I actually need to be on it or was it for, was it, I was so in tune of used to going on it. It was just a habit that has formed, but I didn't really need to be on there. So I wanted to kind of figure out like, could I overcome that habit, um, that craving, if you will. And then I also wanted to kind of get an idea of like, what could I do if I wasn't doing that? What could I do with the other time? How could that benefit me in other ways? And I wanted to figure out like, if I could do it in this social media detox, well, how could that benefit me for these next months coming up and some of the other challenges that I have? So that's why I wanted to start with social media because I thought it would be a, a tough test. Surprisingly, it wasn't as tough as I thought it would be. Um, now, maybe I just got fortunate for me and how my mindset is. I don't know. Um, but I want to share some of that and what happened. And maybe, again, if you guys decide to do some of this, you may go through some similar learning through the process. Um, so let me talk about a couple of things that, you know, I picked up on, I guess, as, uh, as I went through. So one of this is around cravings and I mentioned that a little earlier, but I think part of it though, is knowing yourself. We all know our tendencies. If we really are attuned to them and have some self-awareness, we know our tendencies. We know that, you know, if we want to run to, you know, a certain, uh, food restaurant and, you know, kind of get, a certain meal, you know, ah, it's been a long time, I need to get that, whatever it is, it could be Chick-fil-A, it could be ice cream, it could be whatever, um, you know, there's a, there's a craving involved. So if you subdue that craving, if you kind of push it off, maybe it comes back stronger and stronger. How do you ultimately get to the point of overcoming the craving where it goes? And that's really what I, I wanted to do with the, the social media detox. And one of the things that I learned, which was valuable, was around how do I work and how am I going to, even though I think I have a strong willpower and I don't really have an addictive personality, I wouldn't say, but what were the things that were going to trick me um, to maybe logging on a, a, you know, Instagram, for instance, or clicking the app? So one of the things I did to remove that temptation altogether is I deleted the apps off my phone, just completely deleted them off my phone. Because, I'll, and I'll share, well, I'll share a story now, which was interesting, was like day two, if I recall, I think I pulled up my phone six times to pull up Instagram. Like it was subconscious. I just grabbed my phone, pulled it up, and then I looked at it. And when I realized it wasn't there, it clicked in my head. I'm like, oh, yeah, you dummy. You deleted all the apps. And that took a little bit to kind of get used to. My body was so used to just picking up that phone when there was a dull moment to almost subdue that feeling, almost like a you know, I don't, I'm not an alcoholic, but maybe how an alcoholic might feel or, you know, someone that has to, you know, take pain medication to kind of subdue the pain. You know, those are some things like I consider how strong social media is. You're almost dulling the boredom to, um, you know, for those couple of minutes. And that's why you might log into social media. That's how I felt like I was doing um, when I got to that point. So deleted the apps um, and it was pretty good. I mean, I, I definitely thought that deleting the apps was a smart decision. It turned out to be. Um, fortunately, the cravings ended after you know about seven-ish days, um, and I'll get into that in a second. But 
one of the other things I did was I reassessed, you know, my busy, the quote unquote busy, right? I don't like to use the response like, hey, I'm too busy, you know, I can't do that. I can't go out. I'm too busy, even though it's kind of just wasted energy, wasted time. So what I realized was with these, you know, five plus hours a week that I was spending on Instagram, and I was on Facebook and some others a little bit too, but Instagram was the biggest one. I started to think about like, okay, what could I do with that time? If that was busy to me, what could I do? So instead of taking a break and, um, you know, jumping on social media, maybe I can sit a, you know, take a break and just sit in my own thoughts for a minute. Or maybe I could actually complete a task instead of like getting bored with something I had to do um, and focusing a little bit longer and kind of overcoming that. Maybe what could I get done with less time instead of wasting that and getting out of my zone? Because there's a lot of statistics out there that show if you, you know, lose focus, however, whether you're distracted or not, to get back into that frame of mind, it takes a lot of extra time. And sometimes you don't fully get back into that state. Like say you're head down writing something and you're into a story and you're putting some you know thoughts down on paper, you get distracted for a minute and then try to come back to it. You might have lost that train of thought and it's gone forever. You know, there's a great um, law out there that's called Parkinson's Law. It was coined by Cyril Northcote uh, Parkinson in 1955. And basically it states that work expands so as to fill the time available for its completion. So think about that. I want to say it one more time. Work expands so as to fill the time available for its completion. This is a perfect example of meetings, right? Everyone here, if you work at a job or have your own company or whatever, you have meetings. How long do we set the meetings for? 30 minutes, an hour, right? Do we ever set the meetings for seven minutes? Well, there might only be seven minutes of information that we have to do, but like we always find a way to fill up the void, fill up the time to get through that. So what this allowed me to do was to realize that, wait a minute, instead of just saying, oh yeah, I'm gonna do some work for a little bit and take a break and you know get on social media for seven minutes and then do it, and hey, I got this done in a period of time, let's just focus a little bit more and not go on social media and let's actually get this done. And that's what I noticed during this month of the detox is that I wasn't having that craving anymore, especially once it, la- um, once it definitely was done by day 11. And I was able to focus back on certain work and projects that I was doing, not only go fully into them, but I was able to complete them in a quicker time because I didn't get distracted at all. I didn't have that outlet to trick me into thinking I was actually, you know, hey, I'm relaxing, I'm decompressing for a little bit. I was actually enthralled in the work a little bit longer. And that led me, I think, to being, you know, more creativity, um, you know, to pour it into the work. So that's another thing that I learned. I, it's kind of reassessing my time. And that goes into my next point is really around prioritization um, and, and ultimately boredom, right? How to be okay being bored. Um, so I've felt, again, going back to what I mentioned earlier with some things, I felt that you know, I've prioritized my life pretty good the last year plus, you know, I kind of had things in order, I was spending time, spending, you know, the time with the people I wanted, those type of things. But I I really started to realize, especially going through this detox and this learning that I had a long way to go. Because without thinking about it, like social media had controlled me, it was creeping in, and take a lot of that valuable attention away, um, that I thought I had control over, but social media was controlling me. So it was a big lesson learned. Um, But once I was able to get it under control, um, and it really was about day 11, where 
the tide turned and I was just, I didn't even think about the last two weeks of the month in January. I didn't even think about getting on social media. It was just like unbelievable. Um, you know, probably the last day, I guess, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going on tomorrow. I'm going to, you know, get the apps. I was thinking about it a little bit, but not like, oh my God, I can't wait to see all the messages I have. Like I didn't really care. Um, so I was back in control. And what that allowed me to do though, it really allowed me to find solace in just sitting by myself. I would meditate, um, you know, at night a little bit and stuff like that over the last few years. But and I'm talking about just sitting back in my chair, closing my eyes for a few minutes, and just being bored. You know, I might be at the park with my son, and instead of pulling out my phone and checking some stuff as he's you know playing with friends, I actually just sit there and observe and watch him and kind of see what's going on. And it's just amazing how <laughs> boredom, we, we just, I think about it as a society, we we cannot handle boredom that well. We always find an outlet. And obviously our phones have become that outlet. So by not being on the phone and actually being able to focus on just my mindset and some of the things I wanted to accomplish, I was thinking about things that are going for that next day or next week. Like it was an unbelievable eye-opening experience to me. Um, but anyways, that was that was you know kind of an opportunity for me to realize that if I start prioritizing things better, which I thought I was doing, but really social media was taking, you know, it was kind of cutting into some of those quality minutes that I was prioritizing, and then I can also focus on the boredom aspect. Man, it was a it was a huge win. Uh, really excited to continue this going forward. Even though I'm on social media back again, I've started to notice that. You know, I don't always reach for my phone, you know, when I have that second. I'm kind of just sitting and, and thinking back on it. Or as I mentioned in the prior point, I'm focusing on work. I'm going a little harder in it. Um, so the last thing I'll mention on this, um, and again, I could probably sit here for an hour and just banter on a, a variety of stuff around this. But the last really point is, and this is some, I guess, coaching for folks out there that may try to do this. And I, I believe this could be to anything. This doesn't have to be just the social media detox. This could be to anything you're trying to accomplish. There is some wave, I'm going to call it, right, that you're trying to ride um, in that early part. So for me, it was, I didn't know exactly when it would end. Um, I started notice inkling on day four. And then really on day seven, and then by day 11, I caught the wave and it was just, it was a fun ride after that because I'd got over the the kind of suck period of like checking my phone six times, as I mentioned on day two, or, you know, just kind of like, oh man, I wonder what's going on. I wonder what they're doing. You know, like that whole process that happens with social media by not having that and getting over that suck period, if you will. Um, I'm calling it kind of riding another wave. Um, it, once you're on top and that wave is going, like it's unbelievable. Now, the challenge with that is you don't know exactly when that's going to be. That could be day two, seven, 15, 41. I don't know. I don't think it would be that long. I mean, I think with a lot of this stuff is giving yourself that detox with anything. Um, you know, maybe a week or two, probably. It seems like a more of a legitimate um time, but you got to put yourself in that. You know, this is the whole thing with New Year's resolutions. Folks go to the gym and they go hard to the paint, you know, the first, you know, week and then just get burnt the hell out. That's not the way to do it. You want to ease into some of this stuff, 
and you could take some chances on, hey, let me go a little harder this day or that day. But if you haven't done stuff in a while, well, go ahead. You need to ease into it, right? Now, the detox is a little different, right? Because I just deleted the apps. Um, but whatever you're thinking about, or maybe if you want to do a challenge or you want to figure out, hey, how can I overcome some certain habits? You're going to have to give yourself at least a week or two to get over that hump. Um, and ultimately, I think you'll you'll have some momentum riding. And then part of it, obviously, is just to stay committed. You're still going to have to stay committed to it um, if you want to or not. But it won't be as hard, I don't think, after you get over a couple of uh, weeks, at least, again, from my experience. And this will be something I'll continue to share as the months go on. Um, as I, Like I'm right now, I'm recording this. Um, Because I wanted to kind of sit back and settle in for a week and a half or so after the the month. So I'm here on, what is this, February 11th. And, you know, I'm 11 days into my February um, uh, goal, which is stretching for one hour every single night. I won't go down that path, but that'll be something I'll share in another month or so how that went. But again, each day committed. And now, you know, I can start seeing it again a week and a half in. you know, kind of pick up some steam. So I hope you guys would, you know, you know, would try that as well and stick with whatever you're doing. Uh, but like I said, maybe it's a couple of weeks you, you give it. So anyways, I'm going down a long tangent there. Uh, the, the reality is the digital detox is not anything special. It's not like it's some grandiose thing. A lot of people have done it, but I definitely want to do it for month one for the dozen months of discovery, because I think there was a lot of opportunity to gain. Um, and I definitely reap the benefits of it. That's going to help me go forward, not only for this year, but for the rest of my life. So definitely some good lessons learned and really kind of retooling my brain uh, for the better. So hope this gave you some kind of insight. You know, I'm, I jumped around a variety of places as usual, but um, hopefully at least it gave you some some keys to take away or things to think about. If you guys do try it, I recommend, you know, kind of as my final point, try it. Um, if you feel like you're on social media a lot or there's a specific app that you're on a crazy amount of time, just try it for a week or two weeks. Maybe you can do it for a month. Like, what are you missing out on? You're really, I, I promise you, you're not actually missing out on that much. You think you are, and I thought I was going to, but I didn't really miss out on much. The people that I hang out with or talk to, I got their updates. I've, I talk with them. I, you know, I conversed. Um, and then the people that I don't know, but I just scroll and I kind of see their stuff. That's fine. Their content continued when I got back on it. Um, it wasn't anything that I, I missed out on. So at least that, that can give you some solace as you uh, maybe think about attempting this. So I hope you guys uh, enjoyed this one, Mike. Um, give me any feedback you have online um, at Brian Andreco on Twitter and Instagram. And my website is always brianandreco.com. Hope you guys have a great day a phenomenal week, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.